Welcome back to another episode of Life in the Fast Lane. I'm your host, Nick Carlson, the founder and CEO of Dawson Manufacturing, home of the mulch mate and everything else that's mate-related. I am here with my very special co-host, Mr. Kyle Parks, my CTO, the Chief Talking Officer. And today, we have an extremely, extremely special guest with us. Um, It's a gentleman that I've looked up to for many years. He has done so much for Dawson Manufacturing. Um, He has been, uh, he's a huge influence in in the landscape industry and I'm sure many other things. And we're going to learn about that today. Um, But first off, Kyle, it's good to see you again. I've been gone for a few days. How are you? It's been a while since we've done the last episode. Everybody's hearing things real time or not real time, but they're about a month out now. But real time for us, it's been what? At least a week since we've done a podcast. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's good to be back in studio, but without further ado, everybody, um, the gentleman that we have on the other line here, um, we're going to get to get to know him really, really well now. And I'm actually looking forward to this because I know him on like a business level and we've done, we've had dinner together and, you know, had the song and dance, but we're going to get some meat and potatoes here and have a lot of fun with him. Um, but without further ado, uh, Mr. Seth Jones with LM magazine. How are we this afternoon? Hey, Nick, Kyle, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on the show and appreciate the, uh, the kind introduction. It's, it's good, to, good to hear from you guys. Thanks, man. We really appreciate your time. I know time, your time is very, very valuable. Um, so without further ado, let's just jump into this deal. Um, can you explain to everybody you know, who you're with, uh, your, your position, your title, and, and then we'll jump into some more nitty-gritty details? For sure, for sure. So for, I'm a journalist. For, for the last five years, I've been the editor-in-chief of Landscape Management Magazine. Uh, which uh, I think you would both agree is the number one trade publication uh, for our for our industry. Agreed. Uh, thank you. Previous to that, I also have another magazine called Golfdom Magazine, which I've been the editor in chief of that magazine for 13 years. Both publications are owned by a family-owned company called North Coast Media, based in Cleveland. I live in the Kansas area, uh, Kansas City area, but uh, so I'm the editor in chief, associate publisher, and editorial director for these uh, these publications that we consider the Green Group. So beyond those two publications, we also have a website called Athletic Turf, which you can visit at athleticturf.net. Check that out. There's no print publication there. But uh, between those three three publications, you can imagine it's all about uh, taking care of grass, getting work done, uh, you know, getting it done faster with, with less people. And, you know, I mean, all, they all have some similarities between the, the three, uh, three publications. And, uh, you know, to brag a little bit, um, we, we, we print. 65,000 copies a month for landscape management. So that's the biggest print run of any of the magazines. And then on the Gotham side, we're around 20,000 ish. It's sometimes that number fluctuates, but, um, you know, starting, starting five years ago, uh, you know, the, the math won't perfectly add up, but it's close to a million magazines a year that, that uh, I push out as editor in chief of. So it's, it's, it, it adds up fast and there's a lot of, it, it's always a thrill when I go somewhere and, you know, shoot, I've seen my magazine laying in an airport before, and I'm like, who left this out? You know, because, <laughs> you know, these publications are all free. You know, they only go to people, they, they go to people who sign up, who have an interest in, in learning more about the industry. And, uh, you know, it's entirely driven by our advertisers. That's how we stay in business. So, uh, and paper's not cheap. So it, it's been a fun gig. It's been a, in a fun a fun ride. I've actually had the same job for about 25 years now because prior to, golf and landscape management i was an editor of a magazine i was one of the editors of a publication called golf course management and that's how i got my start in the uh in this industry so it's been 25 it's funny 25 years goes by pretty fast all of a sudden you realize that I, I thought that when i first took that job that was an internship the internship turned into something much much bigger i thought when i took it it was going to be uh only until i found my regular job my real job you know with 
Rolling Stone or Esquire or somebody I didn't know. But uh, it's sure enough, 25 years later, it's been a, it's been a great, great career, and, and, and the, the magazine's been very good to me. That's fantastic. That's a really cool background, and, and that's a lot of – you know, magazines print almost a million a year. That's that that speaks volumes in your reach, um, which is fantastic. And just a little, uh, I'm going to give you some more praise here. So it, when we first started, <laughs> well, people that are listening, they got to know. And, and I and I get asked a lot, like, how did how did you know how did Nick do what he did? And one of my big secrets was LM Magazine. When we first started, you know, working together, I, I think one of the first things we ever did was like the. Uh, the electrical um, equipment, like insert or something in like, I think it's around December time, I think, end of the year. I can't remember exactly when it was. Maybe it was October. But <clears throat> I remember we, you guys presented it to us, and we are like, wow, that, that would be perfect. And, of course, back then, this is, um, you know, kind of I'm busting my own doodads here, but uh, we had nearly no money. Like, literally, it was everything we had to get into your magazine. And the next thing we knew, it was, you know, the phones would ring and, well, we saw you in LM. We saw you in LM. We saw you in LM. And it was a huge part of our, you know, our success. It was, it is, and it will continue to be just because it's kind of the, the staple, right, of the industry and publications and, and information. Um, so kudos to you, for, you guys for putting together such a valuable, you know, asset uh, that the industry truly needs. Um, so with all that said, my, my question is, you know, you're the, you're the uh, editor-in-chief at LM, you know, when you when you got started, was it always the goal to get to where you are? Are you like the top dog? And then what were you doing, say, 10 years ago, and then versus what you were trying to do? And then where did it take you? Did it take you in a direction you didn't think it was going to go? Or was it, you know, was it kind of like, yeah, this is kind of what we're trying to do here and get to where we're going? Um, and then like, what what's 10 years from now look like for you in, in LM? So I'd say you know, in, in terms of like what I do for the magazine, you know, first, you know, a shout out to all the people who, who work with me. Uh, you know, I've got a great team, uh, both on the editorial side, which, you know, the folks who write the magazine and, and, you know, the designer, uh, the trace here designer is phenomenal. Uh, and then, and then we have a sales staff. So, and then, so like Bill Roddy, you know, Bill, he's my, he's the publisher. So, uh, Bill and I are kind of, we're, I like to say we're, you know, two sides of, the, of a coin here, you know, Bill takes care of the business. I take care of the, uh, the editorial side. And, and, you know, just because it, it is beyond the, beyond the magazine, we also have a weekly e-newsletter called LM Direct that deploys every Thursday at, at 6.30 a.m. Shout out to Joey Ciccolini for, I mean, the guy is just dedicated. He wants it to be like the most cutting edge, breaking news e-newsletter. And, and he's, a, he's a young guy. He's, you know, he, it's, fun, it's fun to see someone who's young and passionate and actually wants to just kick ass at his job. And it's about a e-newsletter about breaking stories in the, in the lawn care and landscape industry, you know, so. Um, which it takes a, person, a certain type of person to want to do all that. So um, did I want to, you know, with, like I never, you know, funny story. I remember years ago when I was in journalism school, I, I went to the University of Kansas and I remember a professor telling everybody that, hey, you know, and, and mostly the, especially I was in the magazine sequence, which was dominated by women. There was more, more women in that, the, the more men in the newspaper side, more, more women in the magazine. But I remember he was saying something about like, you know, y'all in this room think you're going to go work for Mademoiselle or Vogue or something like that. The truth is you're going to go write for a magazine that's more about ditch digging and, and mowing around, you know, headstones in a cemetery. And I'm thinking, you know, I bet some of my readers do take care of cemeteries. You know, this, this, is, this is that is kind of my magazine. So it's, it's weird how it all shapes out at the end. You know, there's just so many magazines out there. What I wanted to do was 
get into a magazine that was either maybe sports-based or pop culture or entertainment. Uh, when I first started kind of getting into the golf side, I was like, you know, that qualifies as a sport to me. I'm, I, I think this is kind of cool. Mm. And then what I told myself back then was I put a little post-it note on my on my desk, and, and it, said, it said, golfdom is as cool as you want it to be. And it's, like, it's up to me as the editor-in-chief to make the magazine cool. Because, I, I mean, I want it to be useful and I want it to be functional, but at the same time, I want readers to, like, find it. Like, I want them to – they have to open it when they get it. You know, I want them to feel compelled to see what we're writing about this month. And so – Five years ago, you know, I was still doing the, um, you know, 10 years ago, I was just doing the golf publication and I was helping out with the landscape management publication, getting over there, going to, um, you know, back then what was known as GIE Expo, now Equip Expo. I'd go to that show. Um, heck, I, I, I did some photography for them um, and, and, you know, just kind of did a little bit of article, you know, a few articles here and there, but it wasn't my publication. And then five years ago, um, um, Marisa Palmieri, who was the EIC, uh, she decided she wanted to, to take a step back and be with the kids some more. And so the position opened up and they said, well, what do you think about adding a magazine? And I said, you know, I think that sounds like I'm, I'm moving up in the world. And I think it sounds like a fun challenge. And, and landscape management is a beast. It's a, it's a big, big publication, a lot of pages with a lot of, a lot of readers. So, so I jumped at it. And, uh, and then, you know, it's been fun to just really, you know, I already knew the market, but uh, to be, to be able to, you guys know how I, I like to get out there and, and meet folks. And uh, I've really enjoyed seeing you know the same faces at the same shows and then getting to interview folks and and i've gotten to the point where i've been able to break a few stories and i've got a few industry exclusives i had some people come to me and said hey we've got something we want to announce but we don't we would like you to make the announcement how do we do that and i say you came to the right guy you know i, I want i want to be known as the as the publication and, and the website and the e-newsletter that's going to break these stories and uh and, and the markets responded They've, we've had some people who I uh, can't have come to expect big things out of that e-newsletter for sure, because it's a weekly. And so we try and time it just right. You know, so I, I've told companies before, I'm like, Hey, this is great. This is exciting news you got, but why are you going to share it on a Tuesday when I can give you a bigger audience on a Thursday? And they're like, you know what? That sounds good to me. Let's make it a Thursday. Okay. Deal. So, so, so that's kind of the way, the way we work. And uh, to answer your question for, you know, 10 years from now, where are we are going to be at? Um, I'll tell you one thing for sure. We will still be in print. We are dedicated to a print product. Any of the publications who tell you that it's best to just be an email, it's because they're hurting and they're trying to cut costs because paper is expensive. But we know how important it is. We have studies that we've we've done and that you know that marketing firms have done to show how important it is to to you know feel paper and to to read something that's you know sitting there in, in your hands as opposed to on the screen or on your phone. So we'll still be a print publication, and I hope our I hope our readership's even stronger. I hope our newsletter is bigger. Uh, we have you know there, there are plenty of readers out there that we that don't know about us still who are in the industry and you know i mean just you know go to equip expo and you'll see a, a bin full of publications and a lot of times you'll see a publication there you never heard of and you know the question is are they going to be back the next year or not and you know our publication's been around since the 60s and i think we're going to keep going strong we just want we want to keep growing we want to keep expanding our uh, our digital readers you know i keep bragging about paper but you know all the e-newsletters and the uh, digital subscriptions are valuable too we just want to keep you know so so I appreciate you guys letting me spread the word, you know, and just, just putting our name out there, you know, uh, trust me. I mean, landscapemanagement.net, that's the place to go. If, 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 if people have never been there, uh, you, you go there and it, you check it on uh, Wednesday morning and you come back on Thursday and it'll look different. I mean, we literally update it every day. It's, that's how into it we are. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. The, the cool thing, if you don't mind me giving my perspective, paper 
it's weird. Paper went through this weird thing to me because my father used to be in, in the printing business and paper there for a while was kind of like looked down upon for a minute. And then now the way I see it is it, it's such a nice luxury to hold a really nice magazine in your hand that, that you can tell people pour their guts into and it's consistent and it's been around, like you said, from the, from the 60s. Um, there, there's something very premium about it, right? Like especially your magazine, the paper you use, the the type of like finish the paper has on it, it just feels right in your hand. And the other the other big piece that I have learned just collecting data over the years now is in our industry, in this landscape industry, there are still plenty of people out there that are of the age that still really enjoy a magazine. Like I'm thirty I'll be thirty eight next month. I like a magazine. I'm from the era of magazines where the internet wasn't a thing when well, I was there's younger. The difference between logical and psychological, and is if you can connect two different sensories, that allows you to connect to a different portion of your brain, which then goes, "Oh wow, maybe this is something that can be ap- applicable." Mm-hmm. Versus just scrolling on your phone, which a lot of us just tend to do mindlessly. Yeah, absolutely. And the other big thing too is what I like, Seth, is when you guys give us like a pile of magazines to take to a trade show. That's like the newest, latest, breaking. You know. Um, what do you call it? Just that month, right? Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Like in Kentucky. Newest edition. Newest edition. Thank you. So in like in Kentucky, if you guys give us like a pile of them to keep in our booth, I love that because A, the people that already know about LM get attracted to us and the people that don't know about LM, we can attract them to LM. And it's just like really good back and forth partnership that that we really enjoy. Um, so thank you for that partnership and thank you for all you've done for us and thank you for what you're doing um, in the industry, I think it's it's fantastic. The one, the one thing I want I want a damn cover. I want to get <laughs> how, Seth. How do I get on the cover, man? <laughs> so, so you personally on the cover? That's that's one thing. Now some of your equipment on the cover. That's a lot easier because I'm not saying you're not, a, you're not cover model worthy. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, I'll hide. Covers. I'll hide. I'll just put all the big white boxes right in the just front. Just have your face peeking out the mulch made uh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. We'll hide it. Uh, no, so, no. I know Kyle's got a list of things that he he wanted to go over. He was he was busting them off to me here a minute ago, and I like I said I've been out of town. Um, so Kyle, what exactly did you want to hammer down on with Seth? So I know okay. So when it comes to editing, I'm not saying it's not a hard job, but what I'm curious is what are some of the hard things that you have had to overcome, and what were the mindsets you've had to accomplish to get past some of those things that were difficult within your career. I think what's hard for this magazine is that it, it goes to such a diverse audience. I mean, if we were just a magazine about, say, like irrigation, it'd be you know, it'd be a different magazine. Yeah. Um, if it was just mowing and blowing, it'd be a different magazine. But we go to turf and ornamental professionals. We go to mowing and maintenance professionals. We go to design build guys. We go to guys who just do snow and ice for you know seasonally. And so one of the things is is tough to wrap your head around who all is reading this magazine and how do you make something for everyone. So that's something that kind of keeps me up at night. Cause I'll tell you what the hardest part is, is you got to take this, you know, look at our, if, if you go to our website and you look at our covers and, and, and you know, Nick, for sure, the cover, the covers where it's at. If you don't, you do judge a book by a cover in the magazine industry. If you don't have a good cover, people might not open the magazine. And then that's like, why did I do all that work for? I just, you know, I did, I did a month's worth of work for someone to not open something. There's another reason why I don't ever want to be just an email because trust me, it is easy to delete an email, but the, the, the challenge is to make these magazines compelling to the point to where people know that they can rely on us. You know, there's a lot of publications that cover this market. Uh, you know, you, uh, Nick, you call us LM, and a lot of people call us LM. A lot of people call us Landscape Management. And then a lot of people confuse us with other publications and don't know our name for sure because they, there's some that sound similar. 
and that always makes my skin crawl because we work really hard to be different from our competitors and and i hope people pay enough attention to, to notice the difference so a lot of it is just really trying to stand out and and be the best in the in the market when it's a very diverse market that you know some guys you know they are business people solely who bought a business and they're trying to learn about a business and then the other guy is a guy who started off with a with a mower and a and a, and a you know a push mower as a kid and has grown a business from there and then there's a bunch of people in the iron business there's a bunch of people in the fertilizer business you know I mean you name it and and it's it's interesting and also it's exciting and it's terrifying at the same time to try to please all those readers month to month that's probably the that's probably the hardest part yeah I was gonna say like what I don't I don't know enough about your you know the, the daily challenges like what is the, the 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 number one thing that seems to always come up in your meetings and what you're always trying to go after you know is it you know is it the the, the subject matter the stories you know the like you just said the touching on all the different you know industries within the one big industry like there's always this reoccurring theme I find in businesses what, what's that thing that you always tend to seem it always seems to be coming up in your world you know, I mean, if you want to get down to like the day to day, that's probably the toughest part. It's you know, it's one of you making deadlines. We've always got another another deadline coming up, and, and it's a monthly magazine. But between the e newsletter, the website, our social media, really all of a sudden it almost feels like a daily. It feels like almost like a daily newspaper trying to get things done every day. And then the other thing too is um, you want to tell the best story. To tell the best story, you gotta get the best sources. And sometimes the best sources are too busy to give me the time of day. So you reach out, you put a lot of lines in the water, and you hope you get a couple bites. Uh, and then sometimes, sometimes it works out, and sometimes you're having to uh, do the best with what you got. I always, you know, there, there's stories we have, like say our cover story. We want our cover story to be um, well reported to the point to where, if four of our sources were okay, that's that's just fine. It's still gonna be a good story because the other five sources were pretty sharp. And, and really gave us some good stuff. And we'll include those other four sources too. So, you know, we want our, our stories to have, even if it's a one-page feature, one-page feature might be 800 words, uh, maybe 600 words, but we still want to pack it in with like two or three good sources who are going to talk to our reader because that's my job. My, I, I write one page every month that's just my column where I just talk directly to the reader, and I love writing that page. It's my favorite page to write every month. But then from there, otherwise, it's, the industry talking to our readers. So we really had to rely on the industry to, and some of them are really good. You know, uh, Nick, you take my call when you're driving down the road. I appreciate that. Uh, and that, but then there's others out there where, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get that interview. I reach out on, you know, on a Wednesday in June and I don't hear back until uh, Friday in September. And I say, you know what? I'll still talk to you because there's, I still need you. Yeah. But you know, that's what, that's what, that's what drives you crazy when you're, you know, when people, so some people really appreciate what I do and some people are too busy for what I do and, and aren't as concerned or interested. So it's, it's, it's really, you can imagine the spectrum of people I talk to. Some people who are like, oh my gosh, I get to be in Landscape Manager Magazine. This is the best. Send me extra copies. So the other guy goes, yeah, I'll talk to you. What's your publication again? And how long is the interview going to take? So you got that wide range of folks there. And you got to, so, so you, you love the people who are excited and the people who are kind of like, kind of, yeah, I'll do it. But, you got to still get good stuff out of them because, you know, boring sources make for boring coffee. Yeah, you can call us anytime. Thank you. And, I, I, and I've come to learn that about you guys. Earlier what you said about, you know, your origin stories and, and knowing what you guys do and, and, you know, that when we had dinner last year and 
you know, trust me, that's the type of stuff that, you know, that I just, that just gets me up out of bed because, you know, I, I work out of my home office, been working out of a home office for, for 13 years now. And I do travel a lot. So I get to see readers face to face when I travel, but otherwise I'm kind of working in a void, you know, a lot of email, a lot of phone calls. So to, to, it's, it's when I hear those success stories about how, you know, people come, come to landscape management and they, they're trying to get, you know, spread some information throughout the industry. And then they realize that, okay, you know, this, they have an audience here and this is actually helping. This is moving the needle um, that, you know, cause that's, that's what it's all about. That's what, what I, what I came to work for. I want to, we want to help people succeed in their businesses and succeed in their lives and, and be happy. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's a magazine about taking care of, of landscapes, but at the end of the day, it's a, it's a magazine that wants to just help our readers in any way we can, even if it's a, you know, random column about work-life balance, you know, I don't know. It's, it's whatever we can do. It's, that's what our magazine's supposed to be about. That's awesome. So I have one other like follow-up question is I, I, I imagine you have a lot of lines in the water when it comes to, um, I'm not going to say resources, but people in order to get a hold of stories. What are some of the, like, how do you get a hold of like mergers or like new products when you may not know about it, but you find it and you want to reach out to them? Are you looking for the sources or is there a lot coming to you? How does that normally work? Kyle, that's a great question. And it's, it's, it's kind of, it kind of happens in different ways. Sometimes it's a, it's, it's a, a happy accident and sometimes it's very intentional. I do have a lot of people who come to me who like my email inbox is overflowing. I mean, it's, uh, I have, I, I have folks who just want to somehow be in the magazine. Here's my, here's my widget. We'll write a story about it. Or here's, here's this success story. Will you, will you cover me? You know, I'm, I'm available. And so you got to kind of go through a lot of the noise and, and trying to figure <laughs> out who's legit and who's just trying to get like some free, free press. Um, it, so, so it's, it's tough. The good news is we've been at it long enough and, and enough people know my name based on our e-newsletter. You know, my e-newsletter goes out, you like, like I mentioned, Joey writes it and he, he compiles it and he puts it all out together, all together and makes sure it's on time. And, you know, we review it together, but at the end of the day, when it comes out, it has my name on it. So a lot of people know that, that you know, that Seth Jones is the guy to go to if you're going to have some type of merger that you want, that, that you're excited about and you want people to know about it. So, um, you know, I mean, and then it also happens like at, at trade shows. I was at, um, elevate two years ago when frank mariani walked by and put his hand on my shoulder and was like hey we need to talk and i said yeah what's going on and he's like then he he praised upon the magazine told him told me how much he enjoyed what what we were doing and then he says you know i want to you know maybe we can work together some more and it's like absolutely you know my here's here's my card here's my cell phone number and so and then there's also um there's also people who are uh, you know, I have PR people, I have marketing people who know to reach out and know how to, the best way to reach me and my team. And they'll look at our editorial calendar. If you, if you go to our website, uh, there's like an editorial calendar that people can download to where it basically spells out the contents of the year's magazine as far as close as we can tell to what the magazine's going to look like. And if someone has a new blower that they're really proud of and they, they want us to, 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 you know, celebrate the magazine, they can, they look at that and they say, well, it looks like, looks like landscape management is going to do a, you know, something about blowers in October. So, you know, Hey Seth, here's an email, here's a photo. So sometimes it comes together. Sometimes they come to me and sometimes we got to go to them. Uh, but, but there's, there's definitely a, a bunch of different ways people connect with us. And then from there we got to figure out who gets in and, and who gets left behind. Because like I said, some of them are just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to call them out. I don't really know these people, but, but there's some folks are just trying to get free press. And, you know, it's, it's a cyclical thing. If you're not supporting the industry, if you're just trying to some fly by night guy, 
I, you got to prove yourself before you can get in my magazine. I don't just take anybody. You know, I, we, we got to be selective. And that's just because, because we want our readers to know that we're vetting people. You know, we, we, if, if they, they trust us, we trust them type deal, you know. That was going to be one of my questions. Like, what's a tattletale of a, you know, <clears throat> to be honest with you, Seth, when we, when we first got in the industry and we were trying to get, you know, just out there bringing the product to market, which, God, getting a product to market, what a task. Um, you know, I felt very, I had imposter syndrome, you know, going into all this, like, it was very difficult for me to just come out and say, hey, you know, check out this, check out that without me feeling like I'm trying to take advantage of, you know, you and, and, you know, or another form of media or something. Cause I, my heart was always in it. My heart was like, Hey, I want to help. I want to do this. Hence we have you on our podcast. Like this is a two way street to us. You know what I mean? And that's how we've always treated our relationship with you and, and your team. Um, love Chloe, by the way, she's fantastic. And, um, I know she is. She's awesome. She's a, she, we had like an oh, hour long conversation. I'm talking about my Chloe. Oh yeah. You're <laughs> Chloe. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, but, um, you know, what's, what's a tattletale of someone that's just trying to take advantage of you guys? Well, first, yeah, shout out to Chloe because she is, she is the best. And, you know, she, she was running like crazy with me at Equip this year, and, and it's always great to see her, and I'm glad that she connected us. because. And she told me a long time ago that you and I would get along, and I was like, well, then, then we should probably talk. So uh, she, she, knows, she knows what my personality is, and, and, and that, that helps a lot. It, personality goes a long way, you know. Uh, but as far as it's tell. You know, it it is difficult because I, I there's a part of me that sees something shiny and new, and I want and, it, and if it's like brand new and it's like no one, it's not you know, just getting launched or whatever. Yeah, let's let's look at it because I want people to know that they can come to landscape management to see new stuff. But I I, I think there's a way. Like when I get an email, you can tell in an, in an email when someone just doesn't know what they're doing when they don't have any like professionalism or they just don't don't know what to expect out of me like like they, they think that i'm going like like here i made this so you're going it's your job to now cover it um it's like no it's, it's not exactly how it works um when i see stuff that looks cool i'm gonna cover it when i see stuff that's newish or and, and i'm unfamiliar with it i'll give it the time of day because i don't want to be the guy I don't want to be the guy that the, the guy that turned down the lead singer of Led Zeppelin. <laughs> you know, you know, Robert Plant wasn't the first guy; it was somebody else. And it's like you don't want to see that amazing thing and be like, "Eh, come back if you're back next year. I'll I'll test it. I'll I'll try it out. Like yeah. I'll jump on something. I'll 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 spray something. You know, I'll look at because I'm not I am not a I don't have the, the reader's job. I'm a journalist at the end of the day. So I just gotta kind of trust my gut a little bit and then kind of look around and see what my my colleagues at LM think. And then we'll go for it. If, if like I do love having stuff on like on video at Equip, that's like there's like a new uh, something that's really a, a new uh, product display, and I'll look at that and I'm like maybe we should go do a video with this because I don't know what that is exactly. And actually, more often than not, it does do well. It does come back the next year. Sometimes it doesn't, but you know, as long as I, as long as no one got hurt, then it's okay. You know, we're like okay, we we talked to those guys. Turns out they, they didn't have what it takes, but you know we, we gave it a shot. So it, it's tough. It is really it's it, it's like asking which star is going to follow this guy next. You know, it's just you just got to guess and hope and, and and use your best instincts and, and then go for it. Yeah, I know. I know. Here at Dawson, we we take our products and our service and because we're we're more than just a product, right? We have we're we're a team behind the product, and we take 
your time is so valuable and your word is super valuable. I mean, that's really what you're basing everything off of. We want to make sure we make you look good. And that's why we try to deliver the best product, the best advertising, the best, you know, absolute everything. Um, because you've that you have a huge responsibility to uphold that you know that reputation. So I totally get it. Um, that that's got to be a crazy world to live in, don't you think, Kyle? Uh, just a bit. Man, my goodness, it it would be. I, I couldn't imagine navigating that. It's fun because a lot of my buddies are like they'll they'll ask me like when they're trying to do stuff around their house or their land or whatever, and, and they'll they'll just kind of. I have a buddy who just gets my he just gets my magazine just because he wants to kind of keep up with with the, the things that I'm seeing and which I think is great. He, it was funny. He texted me a few times, like, cause we like to bust each other, you know? And, he, and uh, he, I think he wanted me to know like, Hey, I'm not kidding you. Can you please sign me up for your magazine? And I'm like, okay, okay. I'll, I'll get it to you. Yes. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's funny too. Cause again, I want to tell him, bro, you're not in the industry. You can read it for free online. And then it's like, no, he wants to print copy. I'm like, okay, I get you. So I got him that magazine. I get him that magazine. And every month, every, whenever I see him, he's like, dude, I, I love your magazine. It's so, there's so many things in there and there's so much to look at. And, and you know, talking about them um, earlier about like holding the paper and, and, and the feel of, of having the, the magazine in your hands, you know, I, I got to shout out Tracy Martinez, our designer, because, you know, it's her job to make it look good. And, and, and we had, when we get, you know, we have, we hire a photographer to go to these shows and because my skill isn't in photography, I, I dabble in it, but that's not my, that's not my A game. And so it takes a lot to make it look good and to, then to, because, I realize people are going to look at the pictures. Trust me. I know I look at the pictures. So, so we got to make it look good and we got, we got to make the videos look good and we're going to get a demo on camera. And that demo on camera means a lot to me because I know not everyone can, it has a business where they can afford to travel yet. And so if I can help bridge that gap between the small business that can't travel with my advertising partner, like you guys who are supporting me, I can bridge those two gaps. That's, that's just awesome. I love that. I just, that's, that energizes me. So I do have one uh, interesting question, and it kind of goes back to your uh, deadlines. I was just letting you go there because there was some pretty cool stuff that I was uh, learning. But um, when it comes to some of your deadlines, so say you have like a product that comes at you and you think it's pretty cool and you're trying to get a hold of someone, you can't get a hold of them. Do you end up waiting for the ability to interview the owner or person who created the product or do you just try to find a way to publish that anyway so that you can fit within the deadline like like if you have an example of something that you have as a product that you liked and you weren't able to get an interview like how do you go about all that so Kyle that's it, it, it's, it's, that's not too difficult of a question if they are very unresponsive and if they aren't cooperative that what I always there, there's there's a, uh, a, a saying that I usually tell some of my editors about how I feel about those folks and it's not uh, fitting language for this podcast I'm guessing, but <laughs> I move on. I, I move on because, because my time is precious. And so if there's something that we want to just talk about now, now for sure we can write about anything, anything we want to write about, we can write about yeah. in terms of photography. If someone doesn't want to give me a photo of their machine, they're too good for me then I'm too good for them. And that's a two way street. And so I'll just move on. Um, and, and so that is, that, that is when you bang your head against the wall. And, and I got my guy, my, my team of editors, uh, Rob and Brian, they're, they're sitting here and they'll be like, Seth, I'm almost done with this assignment. I can't get this guy to call me back. And I'm like, good, because I don't want him in the magazine. And they'll look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, no, walk off, walk away. Yeah. Has there ever been a situation where you're like, you, you have a gut feeling where it's something where you know it could really be something, but it it's kind of turned out the same way as you just, they never got a hold of you or you never got a hold of them? 
Uh, probably not because just because it, it, because there's so much stuff in the industry. There's so much stuff to report yeah. on. So 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 there's not really been. Now I would say, actually, what probably a little bit different different challenge, but similar to what you're describing is like when, like say there's like a industry trend or like a merger. Or there's some type of uh, CEO out there who I'd like to feature, and, and they're uninterested. That that that's something that happens once in a while. It's where there's like a a story like, man, if they would have just taken my call back then, we could have given them some really good ink on this. Yeah. And, and that drives me crazy. But, um, but really when it comes to, uh, kicking tires on anything, I, I'm, I'm good with the, there, there's so many things out there that I could be writing about that, um, that we don't, we don't really, we don't really, um, wait for folks. If, if we, if it gets to the point that we have to wait, then we just move on and, and we work with the folks who are willing to work with us. Yeah. I had, um, I believe I read the, merger between perfect cut and i believe it was heartland a few years ago um and i read mm-hmm. your guys's ep- excerpt on that and that was pretty cool i like the way that you guys are able to word everything and just kind of make it feel like as if we were in the conference room when the deal was happening you know <laughs> and it, it it's kind of cool being able to see that and it, it getting that kind of information is something kind of valuable even for like the little guys like us you know it's just it's cool information to understand so we just did a story in, in for we did our uh, year-end wrap-up, our state of the industry report, and I did a short sidebar about uh, what's the future of mergers and acquisitions in the industry. And, and I and I called Frank Mariani, I called Luke Hawthorne, and I'm talking to these guys. And Luke just had this great story about about how his dad, his the first time his dad saw how big his company got and how big how many trucks he had in the shop. He said his knees literally buckled, and he actually had to physically like like steady himself on one of the trucks. And he's like, "How are you going to pay for all these?" And, and Luke's just a good storyteller. You know, I mean, that, that's, that's, that's what's great. And, and Frank is just such a nice guy and he'll tell you anything. You know, you know I mean, he just, he's a good, good guy. I mean, he's just, he's just a lovely person. And so you talk to these guys and so it's my job to then, because they're such good storytellers and because they're good dudes, I can then take that story and turn that into a good story. And it gave me such a thrill. I was on LinkedIn yesterday, just kind of catching up on what I missed. And someone posted that story and just wrote above it, this is a good read. You should check it out. I'll be honest. I went back and I reread my own story. That's <laughs> pretty like, cool. Oh, so That's cool. But I was like, and I went back and I was like, you know what? That one, Luke telling me that little story right in the middle about his dad. I mean, it really made that story pop. And it was a short story. It was only, you know, it was like a one-page story in the magazine or whatever. But someone took the time and posted that. And um, Yeah, that is what gets me going as a writer. Um like I mentioned earlier, you know, like, like I like Esquire and Rolling Stone, Sports Illustrated were my favorite magazines growing up. I loved reading magazines, and the, there is the poss- there there is always the ability, any story, great and and very, you know compelling, if you can get good time with your sources and if you can kind of get to know them a little bit. And you know, when I did the when I did my uh, cover story on Frank Mariani when, over the uh, for our LM150 cover story. I flew up to Chicago and I hung out with him, went out to dinner with him one night. And the next day I rode around with him in his SUV all day and just quietly, you know, asked him questions and listened a lot. And when someone gives you access like that, there's, there's a good chance I can tell a pretty good story. I have a great question here. I was just sitting here thinking about it. So one of the issues that I have here at Dawson Manufacturing is I have a hard time gauging, um, just, I, I so as a, when I was a landscaper back in the day, so kind of, kind of, Seth, you and I have been in the industry darn near the same amount of time. So I started in 2000. So that was 23, almost 24 years ago. You've been in it for 25 years. So we're really, really close. Um, Now, I've worn two major league different hats. I've been on one side of the fence and now the other being a landscaper for 
17 of those years and then doing the DOS manufacturing thing now. So I've, I've got this very unique view. Um, but one of the things that I do is I go back in our shipping department at the end of each day and I look at all the packages that are getting shipped out, whether it's mulch mates or heat hand grips or cart mates or whatever. And I look at the states they go to. And I get mm-hmm. very, very, very excited about seeing where everything's going because just little, you know, young, young guy came with some ideas and now the whole industry is taking it and buying all the stuff that I thought up. And that's just, that's a, that to me is almost a miracle. It's not, but it's really freaking cool. Um, mm-hmm. That is how I gauge, you know, my success, e- even more than the numbers. Because the, the math, the math is the math and one plus one equals two. And that's simple and easy <clears throat> with you writing an article or just producing this this magazine monthly all the time over and over and over how do you judge your success how how do you God, this is such a guy term here but how do you get your jollies off on like going okay wow i did a great job this was perfect what kind of reactions do you get where do they come from what makes you feel whole after you get it done and you're like wow that went over that ad or that article was way better than this other one or, or vice versa so there's a couple things. One is the saying that, that someone told me a long time ago is that the, the it's, 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 I do not like writing, but I like having written. It, there's a good feeling of of once it's like it's, it's it's a slog to get through it and to write a story and get your sources and then to you know look at all the transcriptions and, and trying to figure out a beginning, a middle, and end, and a headline. And but then once it's all done and if, as it goes to design and it gets laid out, and it's in the magazine and. And then you're like, huh, I'm not one who goes back and looks back very often. It's like, unlike that LinkedIn post where I did, I was like, dude, I, I need to reread that because I wrote that fast. You know, <laughs> I need to see how, did that run really turn out? Um, so so it, do, it does feel good to like finish a project and to, to go to press with an issue and to be done. When the magazine's back in my hands, I, sometimes I don't even open them, to be honest, because it's like I'm too close to it and there's like too many wounds still. Like I'm still feeling like it was still like that. Like that issue was a battle, man. We had, we, we, we got through that one barely, you know, very rare, rarely does it feel like that whole issue is just perfect. You know, I'm always like looking at like, Oh, I, I didn't have enough time with that story. If I would have, or this source didn't come through. So, so I don't really flip through them so much. Like when they come in, they I always get them FedEx to me so I can have the print copies here on my desk to, to go back to. But what really does it for me is when I go to, when I travel and I go to elevate or equip or I go to, uh, grow with Martin, you know, Marty Grunder's event, or I go to a Jeffrey Scott event, or I go to McFarland Stanford. Shit, they just sent me to Italy a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I got to go to Italy to visit with McFarland Stanford folks, peer groups, which is just a once in a lifetime trip. But um, to, to go travel and to see those, see the people, and you sit down at dinner with someone, and you don't know if they know your magazine or not. And most often, it's really cool. Most often, people are like, Actually, and this is hard for me to say, but they're like excited that oh, Seth is here and he's going to sit at my table and I get to talk to him about the magazine and whatnot. And it's fine. I find out that this person's been reading the magazine for years. They've been reading my column for five years and they feel like they know me. And that is such a thrill because I, I had, there was a dinner I sat down at and this guy asked me about, he was like, so what's landscape management? And I was like, well, you know, so I'm giving him like the, the elevator pitch. He goes, huh, so it's a print magazine. Is it in color? And I just kind of smile and I'm like, yes, there are things like and then, he, and then he laughs at me and he goes, I'm just messing with you, man. I read you every month. I'm actually a huge fan. And I was like, thank God, because I was like, dude, if you're going to ask me if my magazine was in color or not, I was about to, he goes, I just wanted to see how you'd answer that question. Making so, you sweat a little bit. 
making making me feel like like I'm like oh my god this guy doesn't never even read my mag doesn't even know what landscape management is but then it turns out he was actually a reader so stuff like that um when I was in Italy it was great that um there there was 10 business owners there and they all went out of their way to give me time and to talk to me for the magazine and then they would tell me about you know what the magazine meant to them and their business and things like that so that's how that's really the number one for me is to then be in a at a dinner table or be at the bar late night and someone says hey man love your magazine keep keep up the good work or you know being at a trade show and someone comes over and says this is the best you know they'll, they'll walk up to my 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 booth i'll just be sitting there at the booth and they'll They'll point out, they go, this is the best magazine in the industry. And I'm like, thank you. I wish the owner was here right now, but he just went to lunch. Can you come back in five minutes? You know, <laughs> uh, because, because that's, that's where, what it's at for me is like when the people, when the actual reader or, or the, I had a guy stop me at the, at a, at a quip, he goes, I hear someone go, sir, sir. And it was to the point where I'm like, I'm walking, I'm trying to make a meeting. And I'm thinking, uh, that may have been directed at me. I don't know that I'm a sir, but I'll, I'm going to stop and make sure I didn't drop. So, so I turn around and there's this old guy and his wife and he's kind of walk, trying to catch up to me and I go I'm like kind of looking I'm like are you looking at me and he goes excuse me sir I'm like yeah yeah and he goes I just want to tell you that I watch all of your videos on YouTube and I love them. and I was like oh thanks and he goes can you help me find this booth <laughs> I was like yes I can I pulled up the app and I was like Here, who, are you, who are you looking for so I thought it was hilarious that he like recognized me and was like you know what I'm going to ask that guy from YouTube how to where, where, where I'm trying to find this, I've got this meeting at, at three o'clock and I'm going to ask him because I recognize him. So yeah. that, that was just like, I was super charmed by that guy. I was like, thanks for the compliment. Yeah. Let me help you get to your meeting. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. The, it's funny. You're talking about going to Italy. We've got a bunch of listeners in Italy, don't we Kyle? We have a couple in Italy. There was one in South Africa the other day. Oh, that's why Switzerland, UK, Canada. Yeah. They're all over the Man, place. It's cool. I got, I got some great content there. I got I got it up on the website. We, I did a couple of videos. So if, if there's any of the, your Italy listeners want to check out, go to our YouTube page and you'll see it. I was out in um, Tuscany, out in the mountains of Tuscany, and I did all these. I put all the guys on camera, and I got the iPhone 13, put it on a tripod, mic'd them up, and I just think it looks remarkable. I mean, it was beautiful in person, but the videos do it justice. I mean, it was beautiful out, out in these vineyards in the mountains. It was so cool. That's that's I I would love to go out there and check that drive some of those crazy roads. Yeah, one of my favorites was when we were in the Alps for one of my trips and my aunt took me on. We were in Germany. We were going through the Alps between Germany and Austria. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! And it was winter, so it's not like you had all the greenery and everything. But oh, it was beautiful. Like yeah. nothing compares that's to awesome. it. That's wild. That's yeah, awesome. Seth, I've been I've been reading landscape management. Gosh. I don't know. Maybe it's been <clears throat> over a decade. I mean, well before Dawson Manufacturing. Well before. I'd, mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure. I'd love to know that stat. I don't know if there's something you can look back and see my address to see how long. But, um, yeah, it's it's. I mean, I've, I've used it as a tool for so many years. And, gosh, when I was a landscaper, gosh, I was very, very, um, I'm just going to say it bluntly, very stupid. Because I didn't utilize like all these trade shows and all this stuff that was introduced to me, but I did use LM Magazine. I, I used it for a very, very long time. So what a what a great tool you've put together, and I hope you know like I'm not blowing sunshine up your ass. Like I I, I truly believe in what you guys do because clearly because we spend money with you every. Well, I, I've instructed my team we're we want to spend money with you guys every single month for 2024. <laughs> well, good. good. Yeah, good. Tell your team to keep up that good work, and thanks for the uh, for the instruction. But yeah, no, I mean, we we do realize that. I mean, we we appreciate it. You vote with your dollar. Trust yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, no. it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's 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 like I said, it's not cheap to make a, a free magazine for 
readers. So we rely on guys like you to, to keep us in business. So just trust me, it's a two way street. We appreciate what, what, what you guys do for us. So it's, uh, uh, I'm grateful for it because with, I mean, it's just think about, uh, there's been so many people who have looked at this magazine over the years and it's kind of ridiculous that I get to sit at this desk and, and write it. You know, I mean, I'm, I don't take it for granted. It's, it is, I, I'm, I'm honored to have the job, you know, I mean, it's just a really cool gig. I get to travel to cool places and meet really salt of the earth, nice people. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just so I'm every day I'm pumped. That I, I get to do this. Yeah. It's, it's great. I have a question. So, how this is probably gonna be very selfish but you know whatever it's my podcast i do what i want <laughs> um how do you differentiate in in each you know in, in each magazine the, like i understand you have like a, a schedule probably of different things you want to topics you want to cover and all that but being that i'm on the manufacturing side now and no longer on the landscaping side do you guys have like a, a ratio where you're like hey we want to talk about 80% what's going on in the industry and then like 20% on products that could help them, whether it's fertilizers or equipment or um, software, you know, is, is there like a basic outline that you try to like stay within? Yes. And it's not a basic. It's very, it's like the guy who created it was not me. He's got the beautiful mind. Uh, Marty Whitford is, is the editorial director for the company and he helped me put the schedule together. So to where, and he used to be actually uh, the editor in chief of landscape management years ago because he's been with the company longer than I have. So it's really it's really cool to have his help. Um, and so for, so when I came over when I came over to LM five years ago, he sat down with me. We all got into a room. We talked about what does this magazine need to look like to be successful. So that's the that's the number one key. You know, I mean, it's just like what do our readers want? What do our advertisers want? How do we get everybody to get along on this thing? And so we built up this recipe to where we, we looked at all the different buckets we wanted to be in. And then we tried to divide it fairly equally. Um, there are some industries that I would say we're a little bit stronger in than others. For example, uh, turf and ornamental care is a huge bucket for us. While, um, say, like snow and ice management, maybe irrigation aren't quite as big as for us. Because we, we can go back, too, and we can tell you who our readers are. We survey our readers, and we ask them, you know, do you want to get the magazine and what is it that you do for a living? Are you, you know, tell me what you do so we know who you are. And if it's, if the person's in the mowing business, we check that button for them. So we can go back and we can tell you exactly how many readers we have in every different facet of the industry. So we kind of formulated it towards them. Um, but trying to be fair to everybody too, because we don't want to leave anybody out. We, you know, trust me, it, it, the irrigation show was last month. Our November cover story is always an irrigation cover story. We enjoy our partnership with the Irrigation Association. They're good folks. They're, they, they treat us right. And so even though that's not our biggest bucket, we're going to give the irrigation industry some love that, that, that month. And I've had irrigation professionals thank me for us giving them equal, equal play in our e-newsletter. Every, every, every week we do have an irrigation story because so, we just want to cross that bucket. We just want to check that box you know, as much as we can. Um, so we do know who gets the magazine, and we try to kind of do it that way. And then we're also just trying to be as just be the behemoth in the industry that's going to cover everything because guess what? Because we're so good at surf and ornamental care, mowing and maintenance, design build, because we're so good at those and covering those markets, we can give some time to snow and ice and help out those guys and, and, and be a friend to them too. Cause we want those guys 
to get our magazine 12 months a year and we want them to get our e-newsletter every week. So, so we try to cover everybody as much as we can, but we can't also boil it down to who's who in terms of based on each reader. Sure. That, that makes a lot of sense. And that's a lot of great insight. Um, you know, something I deal with a lot, Seth, is geographically when it comes to bulk materials in, in my world, in the landscape world, it's very, very different geographically. So, like, the guys in Florida speak a totally different language and have totally different challenges than the guys do in California that do in Wisconsin that do in, you know, New York. Um, that's that's a very wide range of – there's people just speak different languages, really. They, they're, they're seeing different challenges. How, how do you balance speaking to the country and, – and, and that's another question, like – how far does your magazine cover rate? Right? Like how does it, is it the lower 48? Like how far do you go? Um, and, and how do you balance all those different geographical areas? Like Arizona, that is its own animal compared to a Florida. Like, like how do you keep a balance? So Nick, that's, that's impossible to do. I mean, you, you, what, we, what, what we do is we try to just get as many of those different States represented. If it's one story about mowing and it's like, like let's say I'm talking to the guys that, Let's say I'm take, talking to a mower manufacturer, and, and and I'll ask him like, "What are your, what are your end users looking for?" And the guy will look at me like, "Well, is the end user is he in Florida or is he in Michigan?" And I say, "Either one." And it's like, "Well, they're different." I get that. So it, it so when we do stories, we we do our best to you know do them as geographically diverse as possible. If it's a story that could have you, you know, let's say it's a, a cover story about uh, say the industry, that'd be an easy one. It's our state of the industry report. I got to get every time zone in there. I got to get, I got to go north to south and get, you know, every, every uh, latitude in there. I, I got to, you know, I, I want the story to be well balanced and based on, I do think that any reader, even if the readers in Florida will find the Washington state source a little bit interesting just to know what it's like to live in that world for a minute. I don't, I don't, you know, cause there are regional magazines too. Keep in mind that, you know, Florida has its own, uh, turf care publication so those guys can talk about Florida problems and that's a different magazine for that person but for landscape management we, we are the world we are we are the we are the 50 United 50 US states a little bit of Canada um, we cover it all and we're, we're we're the big boy you know so so it's okay in my mind to um, to, to tell Joe Florida Florida man what Washington State guy is doing because I think they still find it interesting enough if they're in our business just kind of hear what that's like now if it's like a turf pest that they'll never see i get that they're going to flip right by that page and i don't blame them unless you're really into just reading about you know bugs or something like that then yeah just burn burn on through get back to the back of the magazine you'll find our columnists you'll find something you know something interesting but uh, i do think generally speaking that it, it, like like-minded people find each other interesting in the sense that how do you how do you do your job compared to how do I do my job yeah it's it's definitely it's interesting like we just sold up just before we got on the phone my uh one of my sales associates uh let me know we just sold a, a mulch mate dmt combo out in utah which is sweet and we don't sell much out there so we we're trying to figure out you know how do we branch out uh and speak their language um but I tell you the most successful area for us here recently has been like florida and texas and I'm not sure mm-hmm. how much you've covered on this and I'm sure you right off the top of your head I'm sure you could tell me but the top dressing world, the top dressing world for us was nothing that I ever saw coming. But now Florida has got like blackout dates, like six months out of the year, you're not allowed to put fertilizer down. And they're having major like water issues. And there's a company called um, Life Soils and they have a product called Command. It's a, it's a compost. 
And they're running it through the Mulchmate into top dressers, and they're spreading it all over these new communities because all this new growth that they're having down there and it reduces water consumption by 50 percent it's it's good for the grass and does everything that a fertilizer does but all organically and naturally uh, with no runoff issues and, and you know chemicals and things like that have you have you you know dove in, into that top dressing world and and dug up you know all that information yet well first nick let me tell you what you said about live soils and, and that that angle sounds like a story so and trust me that, that always perks my ear up when and, and, and that's great news, one, on Utah, and two, on, on your success down in uh, Florida and Texas. But, you know, yeah, we do, you know, we've got, uh, like, Bob Mann is our uh, economist. He covers uh, politics, you know, if you will, uh, who's getting limited to what. And, and, and he'll help us on keeping our ear to the ground on what might be coming. But those are interesting stories to us because, one, the, the water issue, you know, it's not it's not for everyone but it's for a lot of folks and and so we're gonna so we're definitely gonna learn about it um two the labor issue is for everyone and so if there's so if someone found a better way to get the job done because they're limited on when they can do their job that's a story we ought to know that that because that's the thing it's like you know uh necessity is the mother of invention right you got you you got it you got to figure out how to if you've got the same job to do but less time to do it and someone figures it out let's let's talk to them and, and see what it is because we do find those stories do very well for us because people are always like oh i just always did it this way and now you're telling me that maybe i could do it this way if i get the multimate i'm gonna put this through it i never heard of that yeah that's super good super good content for us that, that's the type of stories we like to tell yeah there you go well look there you got another story that, that you can do some research on if you want any kind of information on let me know i can connect you to a ton of people that yeah. um that have a ton of information, whether they're just other companies or like my cousin down in Florida, he's, he's heavily in all the politics down there. So he can, he can literally tell you anything you want to know. Um, so I'd be more than happy to be a resource and, and get you connected. And I think that would be a really cool story. And here's the big thing down there. They're doing this, they're doing this top dressing thing like 12 months out of the year. It doesn't slow down. And, and life soils is actually selling their command compost product all the way North is like North Carolina. So it's it's I'm watching it move up the East Coast. It's pretty interesting. And I was just out in San Diego. They have water issues out there. They they definitely conserve water. So they go through drought. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it's going to end up out there at some point in time. Yeah, for sure, definitely. So yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's something we hear about. You know, water problems. So yeah, so I'll, I'll follow up with you on that. And then when I write about it in the magazine, I can say uh, you know, as previously heard about in the fast lane podcast <laughs> that's right that's right well seth i think that's about all the time we have for today um we really really appreciate your time i know you're a very busy man and um it, it's an absolute pleasure having you on it's a pleasure uh being able to call you a friend and a colleague and somebody that you know i can i know if i call you'll answer um and, and vice versa like when i see your name come up on my phone i'm like hey it's my buddy <laughs> so i really appreciate that and um you know, keep up the great work, and we're always here for you. We'll continue to support you forever. You you deliver a great product, and anybody that's listening, um, can you please again go through one last time where they can find you anywhere on the internet, or you know how do they how do they get their free subscription? For sure, it's really and, and, and thanks, Nick and Kyle. Appreciate being on your podcast. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, I enjoy talking about the, the, the things you guys ask me about. That's, that's fun stuff. So that's, I don't get to do this often. So thank you. But yeah, just go to. Uh, if you want to learn more about landscape management, go to our website, landscapemanagement.net. Um, so that's the easy first step. You can follow us on social media. 
But then um, once you go to landscapemanagement.net, you'll see uh, a little button that says subscribe. Just click on it, answer a few questions, and uh, we'd love to get the magazine to more people. We'd love to get the e-newsletter out to more people. And then we also have, uh, if you're interested in, uh, if you do sports fields as well, we have another website called athleticturf.net. You can check that out. And then we also have golfdom.com if you're interested in what um, golf course superintendents do and what they're up to these days. So I, 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 I do all of them. So it's uh, it's been it's a fun, diverse uh couple magazines we create here. If you send me those links, I will put them in the description when the podcast comes out as well. Can do. Awesome, guys. Well, thanks again. I know at lunchtime, I, I just finished eating lunch a little while ago. I was, I was sitting there reading a landscape management magazine. So it was. Uh, it's it's always around here at Dawson Manufacturing. It will forever, as far as I'm concerned. Seth, what an absolute pleasure, sir. Thank you. Um, we hope you have an awesome holiday. I know this won't air until after the holidays, but right now it's before the holidays. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, whatever it is you do. Um, thanks so much, and we can't wait to see you uh, at one of these next events. I'm not. Where, where's, what's the next event you think you're going to be at? Next event I'll be at is the uh, Golf Course Superintendents Association Conference and Show in Phoenix. That'll be late January. Nice. Um, there's an event. Oh, man, NALP has something down in Mexico that I was looking at that looks amazing. Uh, but I don't think I'll be able to pull that one off because that's, that's coming up fast, and I haven't even had a chance to wrap my brain around that one. But, yeah, probably, probably that one, and then and then we just get, get going from there. Then just it ramps up. So I got a few weeks off travel from here. But, uh, but yeah, great talking to you guys. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And uh, look forward to the next time. Absolutely. And one last thing for you. If, if you ever uh, – have you ever heard of the Mance show? No. Mance is in Baltimore, right? We're here where we're located in Maryland. Um, it is probably – it is tied for the second or best show that we do all year right next to Equip. It is a fantastic show. So nice. It may be okay. something to add to your calendar. It's it's right here in Baltimore, BWI. It's like 15 minutes from BWI. Um, if I would drives, say it's, it's 10. Yeah, it's yeah, the way I drive it is 10. Um, <laughs> I drive like a wild man. But, no, it's a, it would be well worth your time. If you ever want to come out, I'll take you to dinner. Uh, we, we'd have a great time. But um, – Guys, with that said, I hope everyone enjoyed this amazing episode of Life in the Fast Lane with Seth Jones. He he is an absolute industry leader. And again, Seth, thank you so much. I feel like I've said it ten times, but that's just exactly how I feel. So <laughs> we, no. we hope you have an awesome holiday. Thanks everybody for tuning in again. If um, if you'd like, go and uh, visit on YouTube. You can check out Mulchmate. Uh, Mulchmate on just put in Mulchmate on YouTube and you'll find it. And then go to Google and type in Mulchmate and find your favorite social media platform. Follow us there. Don't forget to subscribe and don't forget about the Carlson Coaching Program. Uh, it's at MulchmateUSA.com. And if you guys have any other questions about a Dawson Manufacturing product. Just hit us up and fill up that form online, and we will take care of you, and we will uh, we'll get you some industry-leading products. So oh, yeah. with that said, thanks, uh, Seth. Thanks, Kyle. Have a great day, guys, and we'll catch you in the next episode of Life in the Fast Lane. Don't miss me too much. Mulch, mate. <laughs>